0: Alright, Rangers fans, before we get into our interview with our special guest this week, I know some of you, actually most of you, are probably going to be pissed off at the fact that the Rangers lost the first two games of the series to Carolina, especially game one where we had a one nothing lead with about two minutes left in the game, and we blew it and lost in overtime, and basically... No, we actually, we have one goal in two games in this series. And everyone's calling for the top six's head. Let's think big picture here. It's a successful season. We were fortunate to get through the Penguins after being down 3-1 in the series. Through five games of that series, our top six was invisible. Then they showed up and it was a complete team through those last 3 games, 5, 6 and 7. I will say that even though we were down, we gave up so many great opportunities to the penguins and uh, we let in plenty of goals too. And the games played out themselves. We were down entering the third period. or we were down. We were down entering the third period of game 7 and We also had to come back from two goals down in each of games five and six. So yeah, not a complete effort, but complete contribution from our entire team to get us those victories. Now, in the first two games of the series against Carolina, the kids line is doing kids line things in the playoffs, and our top six is nowhere to be found on top of a graphical map of the United States, as I like to say. Um, Yeah, it's all right. Carolina is a great team. I knew this was going to happen. We have we are not ready for the Stanley Cup yet. We're not ready yet. Until we can consistently play sixty minute hockey games, we're not ready for f- to lift Lord Stanley yet. This is just a step along in the journey. I keep saying this. We're not there yet. We had a great season. Shesterkin has been great. We had a breakout year. We had a breakout year from Chris Kreider. Panarin did Panarin things this year. We need him to shoot the puck more, of course. Lafreniere had a, a standout season, honestly. I mean, next year he could possibly become a 30 goal scorer and only his age 21 year. How many times can you, how many players can you name that have been able to do that in Rangers history in their twenty one age 21 season to be a 30 goal scorer? We don't know if it's going to happen, but there's a big chance that it could happen. Honestly, I'm. Satisfied with where with what we've done this year. And this may sound like... This is pretty much exactly sounding like... Me throwing in the towel. But... Until the Rangers... Show me... That they have fight in them... Against Carolina... I'm not going to worry about winning the series. They're not showing me anything... You know, worth... Like, cheering them on for. So... I mean, it's it's rough to it's it's rough to root for them. It's tough. They, I'm I can't I can't say much because the the Hurricanes are a very good hockey team. Some people would say they're not playing their best. Carolina is, but they are a good hockey team, and they've had our number for the past couple years. They I see them as the hump that we need to get over eventually. Next year, if we come back super strong and a complete team that could win, get, can play games for sixty minutes consistently then yeah, I want to beat this team. But right now, I don't think the Rangers have what it takes to beat them, especially not with Barkley Goudreau in the lineup. It's nice that Mott is, is back in, and Sammy Blay is also skating, surprisingly. This completely threw me off. Don't know if he's going to be back. Rangers are down 2-0 in this series, and they cannot find a way around the the neutral zone trap. It's just impossible right now for them. They're dumping the puck. They can't get bodies in. They can't set up on the power play, it's been a disaster. The power play, they should just concede every single power play they have to the referees. I posted a meme on Twitter. Take a penalty, take go on the power play versus the Carolina Hurricanes or draw 25 cards. Draw the 25 cards, please. That just the the penalty kill won Carolina the game in game 2. Simple as that. That's what happened. Um the Rangers had so much momentum Going into that four-minute double minor, and it just vanished, vanished vanish, just like that. Because they couldn't set up in the offensive zone, they couldn't do that at five v five either. It's been a problem against against Carolina. They can't. They don't have any offense against Carolina. And if you can't set up against them, how are you gonna win? If you can't win puck battles, how are you gonna win? Carolina's built to win battles along the boards. They're a physical team. They're a tremendous forechecking team. They are completely relentless. They don't let you breathe. They don't give you any space to work with. So until you find a way to get around that, then I don't see you winning. And I thought we were able to do that effectively in game one. The way we did it was we played the neutral zone so freaking well. We took away a lot of their chances. Turnovers, we created so many turnovers. The first goal the Rangers scored was off of a turnover. D'Angelo turns the puck over. uh, Lafreniere takes it away. Sets up Heedle. Beautiful goal. Now, we had a lot of chances to get more goals, and there's people out there that are blaming Capo Kako for not burying that empty net goal that he had, the empty netter that he had, the open net. Well, I mean, Ryan Strom has had however many open nets this season, and we've all joked about him. So lay off on Kako. Lay off on him. Um... He played. He had a great game, and I thought he, play, he was the best Ranger out there in Game 2. He hasn't scored yet in this series, but he's looked pretty damn good. He's looked way better than he's ever had in a Rangers uniform, in the NHL, for that matter. I thought Hedo had a, a good Game 1, and he played alright in Game 2. Rangers can't win any face-offs. Every single center in the lineup is having trouble. If you don't win face-offs... You're not going to have the puck, and if you don't have the puck, you're not going to get shots. If you don't have shots, you're not going to win the game. So if you're saying that the Rangers need to take more shots, no, they don't need to take more shots. They need to get the puck more. If you don't have the puck, how are you going to win? Carolina has had the puck basically the entire series. Simple. Games from, from period three onwards, Carolina has hogged that puck. Like it was their own. And it is their own. They make it their own. Rangers don't have many good chances. Maybe a couple here and there. That's it. So until the Rangers can give me a reason to believe in them again, I don't see them getting past the second round. It's been a great year. If they can prove me wrong again, I'm all in. I'm all in. I will continue to watch the games. Don't say that I'm not a true fan. Because I am a true fan. I'm still doing this podcast. And I love all my fans. I love all the listeners of this podcast. But if the Rangers don't buy into what they have this year, if they don't give me another reason for why I should believe in them, I'll count them out. I'll count them out. And I don't want to say that. I really don't want to say that. But they're not giving me a reason to believe in them. I need more from them. I need more from our top six. I need even more from our kids' line. They're playing outstanding but they're going to need to take it to another level because these asshole top six forwards can't do shit right now all right so that's it for for in terms of coverage for games one and two of the series we're going to get to our interview with the Brat Pack right after this ad break hockey fans the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on in DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ICTPOD, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code ICTPOD at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. And now a quick word about our sponsor, Audible. Audible is the best provider of your favorite books in audio form, so you can listen on the train, on the plane, or in the car on the way home from work. There are thousands of titles available to download, but for me, I'm eyeballing One Game at a Time by Horner Ryan Singh. To start your 30-day free trial, visit audibletrial.com slash icecold. That's audibletrial.com slash icecold. Now it's time for the interview. You're as cold as ice. You win. It's our love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiMeglio. and this week I did the unthinkable and got a Devils fan to join me. Say hello to the Brat Pack, everyone's go- favorite troll on Twitter. Well, um, besides Paul Bissonette. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> anyways,
1: for sure. <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm good, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's been actually like. Quite a roller coaster here. Uh been doing a couple podcasts and it's been a ton of fun. So I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. You should probably start your own devils podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people would listen to that. Although you told me that there's more Rangers
1: fans following you on Twitter than Devils fans. Well, I don't know about following me, but definitely getting more attention from that fan base right now due to the Rangers being in the playoffs, Devils not being in the playoffs. So the the spotlights on the rangers right now so my rangers content is definitely getting a way more traction right now
0: so would you say you're like salty that the rangers are in and the devils aren't or like how how do you feel about all that
1: no you know what i i wouldn't say i'm salty that they're in and we're not it's more of you know i want my team to be in and i i'm like salty that my team's not in it but i'm not salty that you know the rangers are it just becomes a thing of, I really don't like the Rangers. So them being in it provides infinite negative content for me. And in a weird way, I actually do appreciate that. Like the longer the Rangers are in it, the more content I get to produce. So it's kind of a win-win for me where I either get to see them get knocked out or I get to keep going with, you know, trolling the whole fan base.
0: Well, let me tell you, I'll, I will say the Devils used to be my number one most hated team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Back in like 2010, 2011, 2012, and then the team completely changed after like Brodor left. Mm-hmm. Um, went once Prezi left too. Like just completely changed. I respected Prezi though; he's a great player, great player. Um, but it now I'd say like the Islanders and the Penguins are like my least favorite teams. Like I hate them the most. But the Devils are coming back; they're making a comeback yeah. once once. Once uh, you guys get your prospects all, all ready to go, like uh, Luke Hughes, once he cuts to the NHL, um, once Holt starts to step up, you have some other guys there. Dawson Mercer looks pretty good. Lots yeah. of good talent, lots of great talent on the Devils, I will say. Once you fire Lindy Ruff and hire like David Quinn, um, that would be exquisite. I'm am j- kidding. Don't right. don't right. Hi- fire fire Lindy Ruff for sure, but no, don't I hire
1: no for sure and that that's like the thing about it i get why the islanders and i know new york versus new york will always be like the top rivalry but i mean rivalries come and go with who's good and who's not and you know the devils aren't good right now so the rivalry is a little lower key but i mean you remember you know 2012 uh when the devils beat the rangers to go to the stanley cup finals like the rivalry was a hundred percent there and it was hot man so oh yeah you know should should both teams be good again it's still there it's waiting like it'll be there
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah I'm, i'm ready for it i'm ready for it i mean just having the rangers in the playoffs now after going through that whole rebuild uh it's surreal but we're we're this is just i keep saying it's just another step along in the journey and then once the devils show up, I know they're coming. I see every year they draft these high quality players, these high draft picks. What do they have this year? Third overall pick? Two, number two. Two. Second overall pick. Again, another top lottery pick. Uh this could be another
1: special player, man. Like, geez. I'm hoping. We're uh so um a lot of my opinions come from, like I said, whatever is the uh funniest and what is the best content. So I'm looking at this draft and I'm just looking at like, you know, who can I create the most from? And right now that's Slefkovsky. So I hope the devils pick him simply because I think I can do the most with that name. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of scout videos. I haven't read a lot of elite prospects pages, but Slefkovsky seems to have the best name. So we're, we're pulling for him right now. There's, it's always, there's always someone with an
0: intriguing last name or a first and last name in the draft. Like last year it was Jan Misak. Yep. And it's spelled M-Y-S-A-K, I think, or yep. S-A-C. Um, but the Rangers fans, there was a certain faction of Rangers fans that were like, Oh my gosh, we have to draft this kid and play him on a line with Capo Kaku. How funny yeah. would it be to have Kako in my sack? Yeah. Incredible. Like, honestly. And there's another kid in the in this draft that's got a pretty funny last name, too uh I, i'm blanking on the name i don't cover i don't cover too much of the draft
1: yeah uh, i hear you neither do i it's uh not something i like to get into uh however there is one guy who's supposed to go i think late first early second right now named jack hughes i don't know <laughs> if you know about him <laughs> another jack hughes right the, the it's, other um, jack hughes it's um
0: what's his name's son right it's the guy from ken hughes right yeah For
1: the the gm of montreal yeah, so I'm really hoping the Devils take Jack Hughes, so we can get Luke Hughes to Jack Hughes to Jack Hughes for a goal. No, that that's that would
0: be nuts. That'd be crazy. <laughs> you know, it's gonna happen once, like, like at least once. I don't know how good that other Jack Hughes is. I know how good the Jack Hughes in Jersey is right now. Yeah, um, a little better than Kako. Oh, okay. A little All right. Better. Yeah, I will. I'll admit. I'll admit that i'll admit that Hughes is a damn good player he's an awesome player yes oh
1: it's all we have right now you gotta give me that one (laughs) yeah i I,
0: i'll give you that i'll give you that one but i mean you guys don't have panarin in front of in front of hughes though so imagine if imagine if you had panarin in front of hughes like right now i know
1: dude Dude. hey every team in the tri-state area wanted panarin but he wanted to play madison square garden so i mean it's one of those things like good for you guys i guess you know (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just sucks that he's not showing up too much in the playoffs. I mean, that overtime goal in Game 7 was incredible, and I'll never forget it. Uh, it's just looking like the writing's on the wall with that Carolina series. The Rangers have just dropped Game 2, uh, literally recording this minutes after the oh, 2 yeah. nothing loss to, oh, yeah. to Game 2. I'm going to put this out as soon as possible.
1: Dude, uh, my and- phone is blowing up right now because that game just ended. Oh, did you did you like did you get under
0: Rangers fans skin right before we got on this thing? A hundred percent. What did you say?
1: Uh, well, the big thing that uh, you know Rangers fans have been coming at me with the the big joke that they have, other than the golfing joke, which has been played out <laughs> oh, way past eighteen holes, um, is that you know Shesterkin has more points than Jack Hughes in the playoffs. Uh, so I tweeted out <laughs> before we got on here. That uh the Devils have the same amount of goals as the Rangers tonight, and Jack Hughes has let in less goals than Shisterkin. Um
0: I did I think I did see the one you said about Jack Hughes letting in less goals than Shisterkin. That's pretty clever. Got I to, like that one a lot. Yeah, you gotta do what good. you
1: can out here, man. That's the thing about uh what i do is like yeah i was gonna ask you so like yeah. what
0: goes into being a troll like that what what is it like to be a professional troll we need to know
1: this all right so here's the thing about it there are a million trolls on twitter they're you know and and every troll's the same and i know the rangers i'm gonna shout someone out real quick even though i shouldn't the rangers have that guy uh that's like laugh for mvp or whatever <laughs> and all he does is go on every single post of every other team and say like you know, Rangers run the Metro, like admit it, whatever. (laughs) And there's a reason that that kid has like 50 followers because that shit is not funny. It's not, it doesn't do anything for anyone. Like it might annoy some people, but it really doesn't do much. The reason that I, I genuinely believe like the Brat Pack has started to get a little attention here is I've tried to keep everything, even if it's slander, even if it's bashing someone, I've tried to keep it punchline driven where the content is has to be funny first it has to be you know it can poke fun at someone but like i'm going for laughs i'm not going for anger so like it does get under some skin of some rangers fans sometimes but Laugh i think unintended. yeah but um <laughs> yeah it's going for laughs um <laughs> no but genuinely I, i've had a lot of rangers fans reach out and be like dude like you know i get that you're a troll but like i find it funny i like it and you know that's why i follow you And that's really what I'm going for is I just want it to be funny. I just want people to enjoy it at the end of the day. Like I'm really just going, like I said, for laughs, not for anger. Um, And I think that's why people have been responding to it. There's no bigger troll on the internet in hockey Twitter
0: right now than the jerk off. Oh, am I supposed to say that? Um, Paul Bissonette. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 But, you know, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? So Paul Bissonette.
1: So he is doing what he can do with his platform. When you're that big, when you have that much of a following, you don't have to be funny. You can just piss people off. And if he had, you know, like I said, if he had 50 followers and said the same shit, no one would care. No one would respond, but he has the platform he does. He has Mm -hmm. the following he does. So he can afford to do stuff like that. And like, you know, part of me respects that, that he can just shoot off a tweet that says, you know, fuck Rangers fans. And it just pisses <laughs> off like thousands of Rangers fans. But at the same time, like he didn't get famous doing that. He's doing it because he's already famous. Um, so I find it more interesting from him than I would anyone else because of the platform that he has. So, you know, I I'm on the sidelines watching it. And I think it's funny what he's doing, but I, I totally understand and accept that it. if it wasn't him with that platform, the words themselves would not be so funny.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean there's
1: there's a lot of people
0: that take that are taking him seriously. Super yeah. super seriously like it's right clown now and shit. I Honestly, he is I mean, he is like saying it genuine like he genuinely thinks the Peng- the Rangers suck and that the Penguins are the better team. He probably thinks the Penguins would Kick Carolina's ass, and that's that wouldn't happen.
1: No, he doesn't think that, and and that's where that's where he's getting you, man. That's where he's getting you yeah. because the Rangers, he he, the one thing that I do respect is he's found the one like pressure point that he can push, and that is from before the playoffs started. We knew the Rangers got a favorable matchup in Pittsburgh. If mm-hmm. the Rangers matched up with anyone else in the East. They were, they were fucked. I can curse on here, right? Yeah, you're fine. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, they, they were fucked if they got anyone other than Pittsburgh. And I think everyone knew that. Even Rangers fans knew that. And the fact that they took it to seven, it was so dramatic, took out Crosby, got Louis Doming in the game, all this drama, barely got through and got to round two and are getting steamrolled by an actual team. Paul Bissonnette looked at that and said, these fans got cocky when they shouldn't have, and everyone knew they shouldn't have, so I'm going to fucking put my boot on their necks. And that's what he's doing, and it's working.
0: Okay, this is this is the the analysis, the play-by-play breakdown of how Paul Bissonnette is getting under the skin of Rangers fans. It's working, it, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, now going back to you, so do you do that you – what you, So, like, to the people that... I, I've seen people that take you so, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, your your jokes or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, Jasper Bratt is the best player in the Metro, hands down. I love that one. No questions about it. He's yeah. better than Ovechkin. He's even better than Jack Hughes. He's better than that scrub Panarin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is your reaction? So, like, do you, do you do that to get people to take you seriously? Or are you just doing it to get under people's skin?
1: No. Well, so here's the thing about that. Um That didn't start as a troll like that wasn't meant to get under people's skin that wasn't meant to piss anyone off I started the account because I'm a genuine like huge Jesper Bratt fan I've been a fan of his since training camp rookie year Um, for for any Rangers fans that aren't as familiar with him he was a sixth round pick who made the team totally out of nowhere he wasn't supposed to make the team Uh, and there's a lot of things and I won't go super into it we don't have the time for it but there's a lot of things about him specifically that I like a lot and about his game and about him as a person. So rookie year, he makes the team out of camp, and I attached myself to him. I was like, I'm going to be a Jesper Bratt fan. That's what I'm going to do. This is my guy. So I've been a fan of his for five years now, and um, I created this account, and I was like, well, I have to do something. Every hockey burner is attached to something. So I'll be attached to Jesper Bratt. So I made the Brat Pack, and... I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If we're going to go with this, like we're just going to go balls to the walls. I'm just going to say it. Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. Um, and I, I honestly, I don't think I came up with that slogan. I, 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 you know, started the sentiment, but I actually have another buddy on Twitter. Uh, goes by Ty Smith, like T I E not T Y like the player, I but um, he's the one that really did the the foundational groundwork on Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL, but I ran with it. We're kind of a little duo and it just became this thing that we were huge Jesper Bratt fans. Jesper Bratt's the best player in the NHL. And it, it meant nothing when I had no followers, like, you know, no one cared that I was screaming into the void, but when the account started to pick up a little attention, you know, I became like the spokesperson for Jesper Bratt. And now everything I do has to be, and not has to be, I choose to be pro Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. So it became like a little like inside joke almost. I don't want to say troll, more like an inside joke that no matter what came up, Jesper Bratt was the best player in the NHL. So when the Devils play the Oilers, I'll post like a meme about how like Connor McDavid gets to play against the best player in the NHL now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I really look at it more of an inside joke than a troll, but like it's just kind of taken a life of its own. I got you. And then some people that are like, oh, yeah, ha, ha,
0: ha, or whatever. yeah, They they know. They're in the club. They're in the yeah. club. And then the, the people that are like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you say that? Jesper yeah. Brad is far from the worst for the better best player. It's like, dude, you don't yeah. know who I am.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get people <laughs> in my mentions who are like, oh, I think Connor McDavid's better. I'm like, no fucking shit, idiot. You know? <laughs> it's, this is not for you.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see. So, th- that's great. I-, I mean, I was telling you before we started the r- the recording, like, how I first found out about you. I thought this was, this was hilarious. Uh, Nick and Andrew, Rangers Nico, and Base Chessie, of course. Rangers Twitter knows them. Everybody loves them. Yeah, they're, they're good guys. Uh, they helped me out a bunch on here. Um, they had a Twitter space, random Twitter space. I forgot what it was about. But, anyways, you are in it. Whole bunch of people listening, as always. And then everybody... Just starts doing the laughing emoji reaction on the on the in the space, like because uh, on Twitter Spaces, if you're not a speaker, you could make a reaction. And yeah. Nick and Andrew picked up on this, and they're like, "What the hell is this? Who's doing this?" And then they found out it was you who started yeah. it, and they invited you to the space,
1: and then you kind of like became one with with like Rangers fans, which is really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was... uh, So I've done a couple spaces with them now. I think that what you're talking about, I remember being the first one. And what I started doing, and uh, this is the most troll behavior I get into, but when the Rangers would lose big games, I would start going into Ranger spaces and just spamming the laugh emoji because it pissed (laughs) Rangers fans (laughs) off. Like, I would just laugh... Because they'd be sitting there being like, oh, yeah, we lost, and Jed didn't do enough. And I'm sitting there laughing, like... And, and for anyone, again, who doesn't know spaces, f- to put up an emoji, you have to do it manually every single time. So for me to sit there and spam it, it means I'm hitting the button like 10, like ten times a second or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they saw it and they were just like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> who, who is this Devil's fan coming in laughing at us talking about how bad we are? And yeah, like you said, they, they invited me in to talk. Um, you know, Andrew... Uh, base chesty and i had had some interactions before and you know we ended up talking in that space and i think they realized you know that i wasn't just a hater troll that i you know i could talk to them like i had something to say that was at least somewhat sorry at least somewhat level-headed and since then i mean those two guys are probably my biggest ambassadors on rangers twitter you know those guys are great i i interact them like daily um, and Andrew and I specifically have done multiple spaces since where we do, you know, Rangers devils kind of combined spaces, get everyone in to talk. And it, it's honestly been a lot of fun. Yeah. Those
0: guys are great. Uh, I'm glad you're having a good time with the Rangers fans. You probably would have had a field day uh, after game one. And probably if we weren't doing this podcast, you would be killing it right now on, oh, on yeah. game two spaces. Cause that was just an awful and we're going to get to that right now. We yeah. like honestly, game 2 was just uh, it was it's it's a dumpster fire for for Rangers fans. Uh honestly, this team heading into this series, we had known um everyone had predicted yeah, whoever wins Carolina or uh, Penguins Rangers, that team's getting spanked by Carolina. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly what's happening. The Rangers are down 2 nothing in the series already. And uh, they have no answers. One goal in two games against Auntie Ranta. And, uh, you know, they should have won game one. Kakam
1: an
0: open netter, uh, a gimme goal to put us up 2 nothing, And then, you know, Ajo comes back and scores a tying goal. Ian Cole gets a, gets a lucky goal off of uh, Lindgren, who uh, it looked like he was playing for the other team. Nice deflection on Chesterkin. Uh, I will give credit to Lindgren, though. The guy plays with heart. He plays with more heart than any player on the Rangers, and the most heart I've seen since, like, Dan Girardi or Zuccarello, honestly. Uh, The guy bleeds every single game. He's playing with, like, half a body right now, and he's still skating out there. Um, And then in Game 2, we get this great shift in the offensive zone. Best shift of the game. We draw a four-minute double minor, and immediately... Carolina makes us drop the soap like we're in prison and they just take <laughs> it to us. Honestly. Uh, Ajo makes a great play. Sauces it over to Brendan Smith of all players who scores yeah. the game winning goal on Igor Shosturkin. Wow. Just, uh, Rangers had no answers. And what is it like for you as a Devils fan to see this? Is, it, is this like, yes, I want to see this happen. Or is it, or is it like, uh, no, this is boring hockey? Because like, it was pretty much a lull game, game two.
1: You know, honestly, I would say the first four games of the Pittsburgh series were a lot more fun for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I'll, I'll say it like this. I am a Rangers hater, but at this point, I am a Rangers hater more for the content than anything. Although, you know, as a Devils fan, I do hate the Rangers. But I am a Rangers hater for the content more than anything. And these games have not provided content for me. It's been so boring. It's been so, like, dry of anything going on. I mean, Kako missing that open net was, like, my only semi-viral tweet of of the game, you know? Um, The Pittsburgh series was so much more fun. Um, And, you know, as a Devils fan, as, you know, a person... I am glad to see the Rangers lose, but it's also really not doing all that much for me because it's one of those things where, like like you said, we knew Carolina was probably going to spank the Rangers, and if Carolina won, like, 5-0 tonight, I'd be having the fucking time of my life. But a 1-0 game, like, other than celebrating that shorthanded goal, like, I really had nothing. So, you know, <laughs> I'm rooting for an exciting game three just as much as Rangers fans are. You know
0: it's bad when you start talking about the neutral zone being (laughs) the most important part of the hockey game. And that has been the most important part through the first two games. And you should know because you're a Devils fan and Jax Lemire took advantage of that. The 1-3-1 trap, the damn 1-3-1 trap, my least favorite strategy in all of hockey. And he got them to win the Stanley Cup in, what was it, 95? 95,
1: 2000, 2003, whatever you want. yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought Lemaire was head coach for all three of those, but apparently he was not. I looked it up today. No. He was not. Here's
1: and my the- comeback
0: was going to be, oh, the Devils can only win with Jax Lemaire as their head coach. Because I remember one year they fought, or he retired and then came out of retirement, and then they hired him in during, like, 2011. Yeah. Which is crazy, which is weird. And then the Devils, like, they kicked ass in the second half
1: of that season. Here's the thing. I genuinely believe this. Uh, Not really, but for the jokes. Uh, The Devils figured out hockey. The early 2000s, the Devils figured out the game of hockey. How so? With the the trap. They were too good. They had the checkmate on the NHL, and the NHL had to change the rules because the Devils were just too good at it. They had the game figured out top to bottom, and the NHL scrambled to say, all right, we, we got to, like, change the game. We got to do something different. Devils, they're just too good. They figured it out. And the only reason anyone else has ever won a Stanley Cup is because they changed the rules because we were too good.
0: Okay. what By changing the rules, what specific rule did
1: they change? To, Dude, to I, the I've had way too many beers for this. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the two-line pass rule specifically, oh, I yeah, think. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah if we want to get into the nitty gritty here <laughs> two
0: line pass yeah yeah i mean but yeah it, it takes a perfect team to do that though like the penguins tried to do it in game seven against the rangers and they failed they coughed it up you could blame it on who was it petterson who lost his helmet who had his helmet taken off yeah that,
1: that's a tough one um and, you know, I don't want to be a Penguin spokesperson just because I'm a Rangers hater, um, because that, that was a tough look by them um, claiming that, you know, he had to go to the bench because I'm pretty sure that's broken sticks. You have to, you know, go get a new stick you can't play with. But the whole helmet thing.
0: I had actually not known that you could put your helmet back on. I had always.
1: Yeah, you, you yeah, you can go.
0: Yeah. And apparently they had done it the year before against the islanders
1: yeah like they're very fresh on that rule yeah so i'm not going to be a penguin spokesperson as a a rangers hater on that one because i think they fucked themselves there um you (laughs) know what that
0: that that whole that whole series is like it's like whoever comes you know that meme where it's like it's like the guy that's on the olympic pedestal that's like celebrating so hard. yeah yeah he's got like the champagne bottle and then it zooms out and he's like fifth place right that's what that that's what this series is is like. Cause now that's we right. have to play. It's like Carolina's looking
1: like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah, you're, you're gonna lose anyways. Yeah, and and I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I, I I talked a lot of shit with the whole you know Devils are golfing jokes, and my whole response was like, okay, the Rangers may have bought themselves like two more weeks of not golfing, but we'll see on the golf course in two weeks. And you know, winning against the Penguins extended that a bit, so the Rangers. Can still get their jokes in for another couple days here, but I mean, looking at how this series is going and how we thought it was gonna go, and knowing that it's now going how we thought it was gonna go, you guys got like four more days of jokes, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I I'm ta- I, I don't think the golf jokes are. are I think the the golf jokes are, have run their course. Like it's just not. Fun. It's like the, to me, it's like the D'Angelo jokes. Like the how much more can you make fun of D'Angelo? Like honestly, I yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. To to me, it's it's just too much. If you're gonna make fun of the devils, make fun of Marten Brodoor and and him having sex with his his wife's sister, and now I mean, his kids have to call him his. And now his kids have to call his
1: his aunt their stepmom. All right, listen. His <laughs> his kids calling him Uncle Daddy is the funniest shit I've <laughs> ever heard. Okay. <laughs> if you're gonna sit here and tell me uncle daddy is not the most rock star shit you've ever heard in your life dude what are we doing here
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that is actually hilarious i'm i can't breathe right now (laughs) oh my god that's that's hilarious yeah no no for real for real that's that's good content that's good content but i'd much rather hear that i'd much rather hear that than like oh have one on your eighteenth hole or whatever. like yeah, yeah bro, cool. I, it's not like I've heard this one for the thousand dime already. It's, Same it's thing with yeah. like leaf fans are probably like are probably over that stuff too. like
1: I'm sure. and and Jack Hughes himself really fucked me on that one because, you know, I made a post about, you know, I'm tired of the golf jokes. Stop sending me what Jack Hughes's golf score is or whatever. It's his 21st birthday. He's probably out at a nightclub in Hoboken right now. Like, get the fuck out of my mentions. And then not not even two hours later, dude, Jack Hughes posts an Instagram story of him from the golf course. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times people sent me that picture. I had to take a massive L and fuck Jack Hughes for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, what's your response? Like, what did you have to do on Twitter for that? Like, geez, like, dude, I I, don't know. I literally that's a just big had ratio to tweet right there.
1: Yeah, I, I my only option was to tweet, man. Fuck Jack Hughes for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. The big ratio, big ratio. For so sure. you're not like one of those guys that'll go on in like on a a team's account after they lose to like your team and say like, that's it, I'm no longer a Devils fan. I'm no longer a Penguins fan. I've been a season ticket holder since 1973. Right. Uh, Jim Rutherford or Mario Lemieux is the worst president of hockey. I'm taking my talents to New Jersey where they know how to run a real hockey team. You don't do yeah. that, right?
1: No. Well, so there's... those are
0: the copy pastas, I think.
1: Yeah, that's twofold. One, I don't do it because, like I said, it's not original. It's not funny. There's nothing in that. And, I, you know, I try to keep my shit fresh, never frozen like Wendy's. But the second reason for that... Is I'm blocked by the Rangers. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Damn, that's fun. Wait. So, all right. So, tell me how you got blocked by the Rangers then. All right. What, Listen, what was that about?
1: That one was some pussy shit by the Rangers. I'll say that. But um, it was Henrik Lundqvist night. Uh, when they honored him, they put his number up in the rafters, or whatever. They put out a tweet with like all his accomplishments, and it was like, you know. 3 Vezinas, you know, four playoff round wins, goals against average 2 point whatever. Uh, and I put up a simple reply that just said cool, now do Stanley Cups. <laughs> Rangers did not like that very much.
0: <laughs> that is pre- that's a soft one. That's a soft. It one. is a
1: soft one. Um and I may have photoshopped a picture of him from uh you know, behind and edited his 30 Jersey to be a zero and posted it and said, I can help you answer that question. Here's the number, <laughs> but that's it. That's it. That's all I did. It was right. kind of a soft block. That's a, yeah,
0: that's a soft one. That's, that's a Larry Brooks kind of block. Like Brooks is like you breathe in his mentions and you're done.
1: Yeah. I mean that, and that's a policy I've taken, uh, you know, I've taken it into consideration with the Brat Pack. Um, You know, like I said, this attention that the account is getting, it it happened very fast. And, you know, I'm I'm still a nobody in the grand scheme of things and whatever, but I do, I do get a lot of mentions. I mean, I checked my Twitter analytics and I get like, you know, 300 tweets at me a day and damn, Nice. yeah no, sorry you know humble brag there but oh, um good. Good. but but i you know looking at that and i was like all right well how am i going to handle blocking like how am i going to handle trolls reply guys whatever because like you know i i am starting to get them now so it's like how you know what am i going to do here and i've taken the stance of i really don't like resorting to blocking i think you know in terms of trolling if it's funny if there's value in it let it fly like even if it roasts me even if i have to take an l on something like I'll let it fly. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm here for laughs. I'm here for content. I'm here for fun. And you know, I, I don't want to block anyone. I, I, that's, you know, it's more content's more content. The only time I ever block is when someone's being like seriously malicious, like no funny value in it, like actually being like harmful, you know,
0: I gotcha. Yeah. So, I'm the you know, same way with that.
1: Yeah. I, I really try not to. So when I do get blocked by other people for like, soft shit because i'm very careful but what i say on that account you know i don't want any problems or mix-ups or anything so i know you know i know what i say for the most part is above board um so when i do get blocked it's just like damn like that was kind of soft i wouldn't have blocked for that
0: <laughs> yeah i'm fortunate to, to not have like any trolley kind of people come at me yeah Every now and then I'll get someone that, tw- that, that like, private messages me, like, a stupid meme, and I have to, like, block them, and that's it. But just yeah. pretty much a bunch of good people on Rangers Twitter, from what I've seen. Uh, Yeah, basically, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that department. Maybe that's because I don't interact with trolls too much.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I... The people I have interacted with on Rangers Twitter are not so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because... it they see
0: devils and that rubs off on them the wrong way. But oh, with, for sure. But with with Andrew and Nick, they see past that. They see past that. Yeah. Because they know you're you're hilarious in nature, so they look at that and like, all right, dude, this guy's actually genuinely funny. Let's let's get him dude. involved in here. Yeah, Andrew.
1: Andrew specifically, I mean, he's like my biggest cheerleader, and I'm like his biggest cheerleader. Yeah. We like, you know, we we see through you know the the rivalry of the teams and it's just like dude if you're funny i'll try to be funny and we'll just we'll go from there you know you know that you know the jokes about him taking out like the second
0: mortgage on the house right
1: yeah and and slander hours dude yes so
0: do you do you like do if if you're the cheerleader for andrew do you like do you kind of like get in his ear and say yeah come on buy this buy this (laughs) since you're since you're a devils fan and he's a rangers fan you want to spend more money
1: no no i was <laughs> <laughs> we we egg each other on and we try to one-up each other with the memes a little bit um you know it, but it but i mean we're in the dms you know telling each other like don't worry still love you like this is a friendly competition don't worry All about right. it you know
0: gotcha gotcha yeah yeah yeah. so i did i actually did uh i did a podcast with it was with andrew um nico rangers nico nick um calzone nyr and uh keandre the giant who hasn't been on twitter as much recently right before the start of the season this is the biggest thing i've ever done like we had five people on at the same time and it it was chaotic but it was just great like we just shot the shit for like an hour or two maybe and that up until like our last podcast episode that was the most watched episode yeah and uh yeah i mean That was great. It had nothing to do – we didn't talk about hockey, like, not once. It was just random shit. (laughs) Like, oh, what do you think – what do you think, like, Kreider does on his off days?
1: Like, some random stuff. You know what I mean? Like – Dude, I feel you 100% because uh, I do the Devil's Fam Twitter spaces now. um, And, well, I mean, not now. But during the regular season, I was doing one once a week. And – I mean, Twitter Spaces show you your listener count at that time. You can easily see like how many people are listening, or whatever. And I did a couple where I tried to bring in like actual hockey personalities or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like one, I had like an um, a WHL scout come in and talk and like like oh, talk yeah. like good. talk scouting, talk hockey, whatever. And then I did another where it was just me taking guests or whatever. And it was actually on um, when the Devils did Nickelodeon Weekend. So I was just asking, like, off-the-wall questions like, yo, which Nickelodeon character should play goalie for the Devils or whatever. And Danny I had – Phantom. Danny, you, uh, um, I think we got the Alaskan Bullworm. I think we settled on that.
0: Oh, uh-huh. that's an MVP vote right <laughs> there.
1: Oh, yes. my God. a trophy. For real? <laughs> but so So, you know, looking at my listener counts and whatever, I had so many more listeners on the Nickelodeon one than the Scout one. Like it was not even close. Like, and and again, that comes back to how how I run my account and how I try to approach things. Is like people, there's a million hockey accounts. There's a million, you know, analytics stats or whatever. Like I'm just here to make jokes, man. That's it. You know, people go and listen to that. That shit. I can't tell you how many times I had people
0: the next day I posted that, that mega space, the pentapod is what I called it. Yeah. I, I had people like screenshotting it. They're like, oh my gosh i'm totally ditching work and listening to this thing and i'm like what yeah this is awesome i love this like my heart was like melting for that just oh it's yeah, real. And then seeing like again like this down-to-earth kind of thing like you you level off with people you just go to life and stuff and not talk about hockey yeah uh, just yeah. interact as fans and you know i i kind of enjoy this so like i struggled for a year so like i've been by myself i used to have like a co-host that helped me out here right and um but like when when we kind of shifted away so like i was just running the show i had a difficult time getting guests so i would just resort to big twitter people like people that had a lot of followers so andrew base chesty was my first like was one of my first big ones nico rangers nico he was another big one calzone was like calzone and Keandre the giant were like my first two Like, guys that I really wanted on. And they only had, like, a couple thousand followers. And I was just, like, hyped to get them. And then I went from that all the way to, within the past couple months, I got Mike Rupp on the podcast. Did you really? NHL Network Mike Rupp, yeah. And that was just... Former New Jersey Devil. Former New Jersey Devil, who, by the way, scored the game-winning goal in 2003 to win the Stanley Cup. Only player to have his first career goal be the Stanley Cup winning goal in history. Wow. Yeah, and do you yeah. know what other
1: team he played for? That's notable, the Rangers. No, Uh there's an ES- Penguins. ESPN documentary about it. Oh, the
0: uh, Danbury Trashers. Yes. Danbury Trashers. about out. this. I talked to him about this. Yes, yes. Um, that was incredible. I watched the documentary like right before I interviewed the night before. I'm like, dude, this is insane. It was like the Sopranos on ice.
1: Yeah, dude, that was one of the craziest things we've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah,
0: honestly, yeah. Any listeners, if you're still listening at this point, highly suggest you check out the uh, the Danbury Trashers documentary on Netflix. I forget what it's called. I forget what the thing is called. But if you just look up Danbury Trashers,
1: I think it's like Crime and Penalties or something. Crime and
0: Penalties sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, okay. So this episode, obviously, if you're a Rangers fan and you're disappointed with the game two loss i'm just here to help you guys ease the pain i'm just trying to like this is like when you get your wisdom teeth out and you need something to ease the pain i yeah, remember right. getting my wisdom teeth out
1: though that sucked That sucked i did not have to get wisdom teeth out the oh, dentist told me i'm super evolved as a human <laughs> i'm i'm not a caveman like the rest of you i don't have wisdom teeth oh my god
0: <laughs> oh you're special damn devil fans <laughs> Need some of the whatever whatever uh, what? I live in Jersey. Never mind. So I was I was gonna say whatever the water is in Jersey. I'm like I'm drinking the same water.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you if you live in New York City, the water is pee pee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hoboken water is actually pretty bad too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. It comes out of the river. I had
0: that in my apartment where it's like, oh, an email. Oh, don't don't run the water uh, from this date to this date. It is bad, and then you turn it on and it's brown.
1: It's Hudson River water, baby. Oh, yeah.
0: I once uh this is just a fun fact. So like right as the COVID started um, at Stevens, which is the college I went to, um, there was a video surfacing that some freshman idiot took a dive into the Hudson River water right as COVID was like really? coming around. And I'm like, dude, really? What are you doing? Like, come on now. Yeah, don't do that like you don't know what's you could come out of
1: there with a third eyeball oh dude yeah any body of water third eyeball third eyeball <laughs> fuck, fuck this this one's go like as goes out to my devil's fans but fuck it we ball <laughs> kevin ball kevin ball so i mean and that's kevin another ball. uh again a little little niche reference here for my devil's fans okay. uh kevin ball um the fuck it we ball movement started in those devil spaces <laughs> and we actually got and and this is a shout out to pre she did this not me but uh, we got the devils official account to tweet out forget about it we ball so nice they're part awesome. of the they're also recognize you guys this is also you know uh, insider scoop ice cool takes podcast exclusive i was in the dms with the uh, devils official account they're down with the Jesper brat as the best player in the nhl movement we might see some movement from that from them soon too.
0: Oh, really? Okay, so what they're gonna just, like tweet out like a highlight reel and like sh- feature you or something like that? I,
1: I think we're waiting for the right time here because he is an RFA waiting for a new contract. So I, d- I don't think they want to throw that out there uh, while he's still unsigned.
0: He's Swedish, right? Yeah. Super Swede. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a good player. I'll admit that. And I I have a soft spot in my heart for guys that were like undrafted late round draft picks. Yeah. Zuccarello was my favorite player of all time for the Rangers, and he was uh, not undrafted, an undrafted player. Um, made it. Okay, he was up and down the the lineup. Tortorella never gave him a fair chance. Right. Um, eventually, with Alan Vigneault, he cracked the lineup and became like our best player. So yeah, I get that, <laughs> that 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 Brett that Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. Vibes. That was me years ago with before I had social media with Zuccarello like Zuccarello is the most underrated player in the league he's the best player in the league he's better than Crosby like that was me that was me
1: that's me right now I get it gotcha yeah no
0: I totally understand that and then you could go back like maybe there's someone older than us like with Marty St. Louis (laughs) like Marty St. Louis was an undrafted player people told him no you're too small you'll never work out in the NHL Hall of Fame career, 1,000 points, 1,000 games played probably. Pavel, Pavel Datsyuk,
1: best player in the NHL. Yeah, there
0: you go. Another one, Datsuk. Any Red Wings fans out there? There you go, Datsuk, The the Magic Man, I think is what they called him, right?
1: Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll believe you. A wizard. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. I've reached the extent of my knowledge here.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, Brat Pack. Thank you so much for hopping on with me. This is uh, a really fun episode, Rangers fans. I hope I didn't disappoint you with this one. We are thinking of having call-ins for our podcast. So if you listen to, like, the Michael K. show on 98.7 ESPN Radio, they always have people call into their show to get calls, to, to uh, to ask questions. I'm thinking of doing that, so, like, maybe after a game, If you guys are frustrated or happy, you could ask me questions of what I thought of the game or what you're thinking of the game. Uh, That sounds like a pretty cool idea. I don't know about you, Brad pack. What do you think?
1: That's actually exactly how I run the Twitter spaces Uh um, because the Twitter spaces, I mean, I know you've been in them because as the host, you can control who speaks and you know, who's in the audience. I run it exactly like uh, a Francesa show where I just take one person at a time. I, I let them in, you know, I talk to them for a few minutes, kick them out, um, you know, get the next person in. And they've been running for like four or five hours when I've been doing them. We've been getting a lot of listeners, a lot of, a lot of people coming in to talk. I think Twitter spaces, I mean, you know, I, I apologize for saying this on a podcast format, but I think Twitter spaces in that regard are like the future of doing that format.
0: If they can get it to be on desktop,
1: yes yeah so, absolutely. that's that's the killer because
0: i i need to have my i need to have my blue yeti mic linked <laughs> up to it. this thing is is a god say is a, is a godsend like this is incredible it is completely changed the podcast I, I feel like like i feel like once i got this real microphone and figured out actually how to use it and change right. the settings and stuff that's when everything just skyrocketed everything was just like the quality was there everything's good know what I'm talking about. Now I feel I felt good, but like I was experimenting today, like I was trying to plug in the adapter into my phone and to to record, I had like Yeah. Um I logged into my Twitter account on my computer and tried to listen to the space as I was talking. Doesn't work. No, it it's terrible. The qual the audio is terrible. I tried saving yeah. it. Nah, terrible. Then well, there's I- a there's a workaround where you could download BlueStacks or something like that and have that on it's it's like an emulator for your your phone like your android phone you put it on your computer i tried that yesterday and it froze my damn computer
1: yeah well i hope you appreciate the effort here of me using my little focus right mic for this <laughs>
0: oh okay all right yeah so i i'll have to i'll have to talk to you more about that after the recording um, yeah for sure I've, I've heard about that yeah that thing might be pretty good but anyways ranger fans yeah tough loss tough loss tonight um this is going out as soon as possible so if you're up Very late Friday night, early Friday morning, or Saturday morning, you will be the first to listen to this new episode of High School Takes Podcast. This is uh, episode 95, I believe. Wow, we are closing in on 100. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And Brad Pack. thanks again for coming
1: on. Absolutely. If I can send one uh, closing message out here, Uh, one Rangers fan, I did forget to shout out that deserves the shout out is Shawnee Shesty. I think he's going by Shawnee Salami right now. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Got to throw the shout out to him. He's been a good, good buddy of mine throughout this process, but I just want to say Rangers fans. I, I appreciate the uh, banter back and forth as much as I love to bash you guys and love to hate on you guys. You know, it's all, it's all in good fun. It's all for laughs. Um, so I do appreciate it. Devils fans. Obviously I love you guys. And my closing statement is Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. Enough said. Enough said. Not (laughs) up for debate. All right. Before we
0: wrap it up, let's just go through some last ads here from the old sports network. Body Check Wellness. Go to bodycheckwellness.com. That's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K wellness.com and use promo code OCS in all caps for all your CBD needs. Norse Beards. Head on over to norsebeards.com and enter promo code OCS in all lowercase for your top of the line Beardsman needs. And also go to oldcitysports.com for your all your favorite OCS podcasts and articles. Oh, one more. Visit co, L-O-O-G-A-R-O-O dot C-O for your custom sports attire. Get a quote from Colin Mulvey and tell him Old City Sports Network sent you, and he'll hook you up. All right, everybody. Cue the outro. Hey, Rangers fans. Thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cool Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay
1: here. I know.